0: get it now it's time to sit and relax get your mind blown away ain't no skipping this track have you paid more attention no listening gap get everything i ever wanted no giving it back, yeah. back.
1: Ooh. Yeah. what's up everybody welcome to the apron bump podcast i'm your host the hardest part of the ring happy uh happy belated thanksgiving everybody i know we're, we're about a week out now Hope everybody had a had a lovely, lovely turkey day. Hopefully, you didn't eat too much. <laughs> I'm just I'm just pulling your pud. Um, yeah. the The bird household, if you, if you were uh, or the the of the ring household, had a had a great holiday. Lots of uh, mac and cheese. Lots of, uh, lots of carps. Took a really, really nice bow movement this morning in case anybody was interested. Um, but yeah. So that's been my day. And now we're here to talk about (laughs) WWE Survivor Series 2002. About 20 years ago, almost to the day. And, uh, man. This is a, uh, you know me? Hold on one second. Suck my ass. I knocked over all my DVDs back there. Tatanka's there to hold it up. But, uh... The Native American is not strong enough, I guess. But, uh, look what we got here. You see that? Got a little glare action, but you you see it, right? Got the old DVD of this show. I don't have a lot of wrestling DVDs, but this is one of them. I, um... If, you've, if you're a long-time listener, or, you know, a medium <laughs> listener of The Apron Bump, uh, you'll know that I did not watch wrestling in 2002, uh, so I was not watching the show live, obviously. But after the fact, once I got back into wrestling, um, for my birthday and Christmas and stuff, when I would get money from family as gifts, uh, my favorite thing to do was to go to Best Buy, and they had this little aisle where it had a bunch of like, it was like UFC, it had like, you know, just um, sports type DVDs. Um, There's a little section with wrestling. And I got this bad boy because I was like, you know, I didn't watch this show. I didn't watch this era. It'd be interesting to kind of see what I missed. And <laughs> boy, did I miss a lot because this Survivor Series show, I would I would argue... I would say it's definitely my favorite Survivor Series of all time. I think it has a strong argument for being the best one. Period. Um, for many reasons, and the same cause the same kind of reasons why I say WrestleMania 17 is the best WrestleMania of all time is it could because it offers something for everybody. You know, when it comes to wrestling, because there's people as like. Oh no, the work rate is what matters, and there's other people was like the work rate is just is just secondary to the build up to the promos to the the soap opera segments, and there's people who're like, I just need pure excitement. I don't I don't need the 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 hammer locks or the the drop toll holds. Just give me car crash action, because at the end of the day, wrestling is just a redneck soap opera. So there's a lot of different perspectives. And that's by the way. It's perfectly fine. Wrestling's subjective, just like any other TV show. People have different tastes. If everybody had the same tastes, there there would just be one. There'd be one channel on TV, and everybody be, would be watching it. So, not here to argue what's the 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 best type of wrestling, quote unquote. But I say all of that because, to me, the best type of wrestling shows are ones that. Like I said, they offer different types of things. They have the in-ring stuff, quality in-ring stuff, really exciting, um, you know, just demolition derby type stuff. You have the soap opera-y storytelling, the great stories to accompany all the action, historic moments, huge stars. And Survivor Series 2002 has all of that because... First of all, just the pure historic nature of this show. It is the first ever Elimination Chamber match. You got Triple H defending the world title against Shawn Michaels, RVD, Booker T, Kane, and Chris Jericho. The first elimination. I and mean, as we sit here in 2022, they still have a pay-per-view just named Elimination Chamber. So that, that that's a testament to the impact that this match type had on the company and on wrestling as a whole. So... That alone is like, well, wow, this is a pretty big show. But also you got the debut of Scott Steiner, which hindsight, maybe not a big deal, but in the moment, it's pretty huge. You got the return of the Dudley Boys. You got Brock Lesnar's first loss. First pinfall loss, I don't know, Maybe he had like a disqualification at some. I think he did actually. Um but it's Brock Lesnar's first pinfall loss, and again. In 2022, Brock Lesnar, still a focal point of the company and um, still a very. Beating Brock Lesnar in 2022 is still a huge deal. So to see him get beat for the very first time here is certainly is something <laughs> when we'll get into it. Trust me. Um, but the show, just like I said, it has everything. If you want if you want the work rate, if you want the good in-ring wrestling, will look no further than the SmackDown 6. You've heard me ramble about it for at pretty much every, you know, Ruthless Aggression Era uh, review that I've done, but we have the prime representation of it in this show. You got a three-way tag team match with all of the SmackDown 6. So you have that. You also have the Cruiserweight Championship match, which is low-key one of my favorite Cruiserweight Championship matches of all time, uh, at least in WWE. But then you also have the, the, the hardcore car crash stuff. And you got tables matches. You got hardcore matches. Uh, of course, the Elimination Chamber has a bunch of brutality involved. And you got the, the storytelling element. Primarily, you know, the one that comes to mind is Big Show and Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman and how his interaction, and you know, affects everything. The trajectories of both Brock and Big Show are very interesting. So you got that, like you got everything, women, you got tag teams, you got cruiserweights, you got heavyweights, you got you got tables, you got Rico, you got Chris Nowinski, you got um saliva, you got testicles, the show has everything, I love it, special place in my heart, and I was very excited to review it with my guest, one of my main homies in the wrestling community, Justin. From the Get Show podcast joins me on this episode to review Survivor Series 2002. Uh, had Justin and the rest of the Get Show boys on uh to review WrestleMania 18 uh, about a year ago at this point. So go check that out if you haven't already. Brought my boy just back on to talk some Al Wilson and uh some other stuff too. But go check out the Get Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. They get into... uh a lot of the news and major highlights of wrestling throughout the week. But they also get into some other topics, others you know, sports and pop culture type stuff. And they do like fun segments, like um, they'll do like yeah, you know, whoever's on the show. It'll be like wrestler pickup lines, or you have to rap a song about a wrestler, or. You have to, uh, you know, throw a cookie in the middle of the living room and jerk off on it and then eat it and then sing Jeff Jarrett's With My Baby Tonight song As You Eat It. So they do kind of wacky stuff like that. So if you're into that kind of stuff, go check out the Get Show podcast. They're really good guys over there. Hilarious show. Great followers on Twitter as well. Um, All that info in the description below. And see, ya. Oh, hey. By the way, while I have you here, just going to throw throw this one at you before we get into the into the episode here, um, this will be the last apron bump of all time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the last apron bump of 2022. I may do like a and a episode sometime in December, but other than that, I'm going to take a little hiatus ski for, for the rest of the year, but I have a very th- Thick archive of episodes, and for example, if you like the ruthless aggression, maybe you've missed a few episodes, maybe you're just jumping in for the first time. You can go to Apronbump.com and you can go to the episodes tab at the top, and you can select any era, any promotion, any company that you are interested in hearing me babble about. Um, So, for example, you can go to the episodes tab and you can select ruthless aggression era, and that'll bring you to all of the episodes. All of the Ruthless Aggression shows that I've covered in chronological order. So it'll lay all of that out for you on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. Ring of Honor, I also cover TNA, Progress Wrestling, all the, all the golden eras of those companies, as well as the Monday Night Wars, ECW. Do a lot. Um, if there's like a, like a timeline that you're laying, well, I'm going to skip this one this week from The Hardest Part of the Ring. I I invite you to try something new and uh, just delve deep, balls deep into my archives. And uh, while I'm gone, feel free to listen to past Hardest Part of the Ring. Um, What else? Give this video a like if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe, comment. Um, I don't know, comment your favorite Thanksgiving food. And if it's stuffing, just turn this off right now. I don't want any part of your ears. Um, just kidding, kind of. But um, yeah, I think that's about all. I think we I think I'm done babbling for now, huh? How's my hair? By the way, the last episode I had like one hair like in my face, and uh, I couldn't sleep uh this past week because of it. So I have a little, little monitor right here. How's how, how's daddy looking? Oh, you guys are still here. Um, Survivor Series, 2002, with myself and Justin from the Get Show podcast. Okay. Okay, wow. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. I feel like the medical field's like, you're you're only so human. Like, you're kind of just property sometimes.
0: They, oh, dude. Because you got to be there. Especially during the pandemic, that's exactly how I felt. I feel like just, you know, garbage. No, yeah, you, you know.
1: know. There's, there's worse things, though.
0: Yeah, there's worse. I mean, maybe not like. The worst garbage, but at least the recyclable, you know, like that's the upper one because you get reused again.
1: Okay, so it's it's not, um it's not Survivor Series 1990. What's a bad Survivor Series? I feel like, I feel like most um, it's not, it's not like probably one of the recent ones. Probably like I would uh, have to say
0: like, oh oh, like around like, oh, 2010 like 2010, like towards the end of the, uh um, what's that called? The uh, ruthless aggression era, like when they started yeah. incorporating ECW more and. Well, it's the like.
1: I don't think that's as bad as like the brand versus brand stuff they've been doing like the past couple years.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would okay. You're right. So I would say like. So you don't even remember that? It's
1: so forgettable. Yeah. So yeah. So you're saying you your would, job like when you start wearing the shirts. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. so you know, right? Just so you know. Um, but saying that your job is. Like 2002 garbage, not 2014 garbage. <laughs> so it's like good, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> probably it's, doesn't make it's any good. sense,
1: but uh, it's good. It's a it's segue. I, it's I, a segue. I,
0: are we recording? I had no idea.
1: Uh yeah yeah, just oh, try okay. to get all your personal information just so I can have it. Oh well, oh, so you, you, you want later. my social
0: security number? I can give it to you. Everyone, yeah right yeah.
1: Which uh, okay. which ethnicities don't you like? <laughs> just whatever
0: just, just <laughs> On, uh, the Charteri the, the Char-tieri from Avatar, is that the name of the group?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen Avatar. I've seen the last Airbender. I haven't seen the blue oh, ones.
0: Oh yeah. I've
1: only seen the porn. The porn Sorry.
0: version of uh, Avatar. That's kind of crazy. No,
1: I mean I've seen the thumbnail and I did the little oh, okay, scroll okay. over, you know, where you could like get a little, little glimpse of it, and I was like, nah, save for me.
0: You, that's not your okay. That's not your thing. That is no. weird though. If they had to, like, if the porn did follow the premise of the actual Avatar movie, because, you know, the Avatar, you're an Avatar. So it's like you're having to watch someone pretend to have sex in a fake alien bot. You know, okay, anyway, what?
1: <laughs> it's like a mind <laughs> orgasm. That's a whole different thing. We don't kink shame here, though. So, no, we don't. Kink that's kink your sh- thing? No, you love hey. to watch Blue People fuck. But speaking of which, we got no blue people fucking here, but we got Survivor Series, yeah. Two thousand two. Did you get a chance to uh, check out the show,
0: dude? This is um, I know you when you reach me at when you reach out, you gave me a list. Uh, I automatically mm-hmm. picked this one just because like this was a big one for me. Yeah, HBK coming back. This was like basically prime SmackDown six at this era. Um, a lot of like oh, yeah. <clears throat> rumor signings were coming. It was definitely making that turn from, like, the Attitude Era, like, full-fledged into the Ruthless Aggression. Like, it was in that middle portion. And, yeah. I mean, first Elimination Chamber. So, I mean, Whew. this is definitely a, definitely a good watch. Definitely.
1: Where Where does this, for you, rank among all Survivor Series? Because, to me, this is definitely at least top three. Uh, let's see. Is that a 1995 a hoodie you got on?
0: This is 90,
1: no, 98,
0: 88, 88. A- 88? 88, the original. Damn. All right, um, respect. I gotta say, I don't know, you know what? This is probably top to bottom the best one, you know what I'm saying? Because there's been Survivor yeah. Series where they've been like, only portions of the show were like good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but 97's was up there for me. That's a screw job, obviously, the Montreal. Right.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, 97's yeah.
0: is up there. Um, this one is I, up there.
1: Two thousand three is a really good one too. That's uh, two thousand three. Shane versus Kane. You had uh, yeah, that's s- the that's Stone Cold's career. Yeah, there you the go. There's the
0: Stone Cold storyline. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's also good too. Um, yeah, I would have to say those those three I'm um, thinking of right now. I think ninety eight is also good too. That's the the tournament.
1: That was the uh, when Rock wins. It? Ooh, yeah, what what is highway? To, oh, highway to hell is SummerSlam, right? Highway to hell yeah, is yeah,
0: SummerSlam, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But that yeah. was Madison Square Garden, which uh, also ties in garden.
0: here. Yeah,
1: shout out, shout out, shout, shout out! Shout out MSG, shout out. <laughs> I, I love <laughs> the old uh, the old setup for Madison Square Garden shows. The like You're talking about with the center, stage. right? yeah, yeah. yeah. What would you think of that? I always I always enjoyed it.
0: Do you also like MSG in your food since we're both uh, you know of the right. Asian descent, you know? Well, we
1: all we both have MSG just running through our veins naturally. <laughs> so <laughs> This is how it works. I, I mean, listen,
0: I we're we're still alive. We're still You're alive.
1: a doctor, right? That's what I that's what you said really. <laughs> <Well, laughs>
0: Our skin complexion is still good. It's still smooth, you know. Well, dude,
1: look at uh, that that's on, we have tidy wieners but smooth that. skin.
0: Look yeah. at that.
1: But um yeah, man, speaking of smooth skin, well, I guess, first of all, I guess you could kind of talk about the show overall, but, um, we, yeah, we, we, I, I you. don't want to keep talking
0: about skins? We could t- keep talking about skins. I mean,
1: want. I feel like it'll come up, uh, you know, naturally throughout the show. <laughs> um, it always comes back to foreskin. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, I agree. This is definitely a... Uh, it's interesting that there's no, like, traditional Survivor Series elimination matches. Although, yeah. I guess, with the Elimination Chamber, like you said, the first ever... Kind of has that elimination aspect, and even the tag title match is elimination, so they, they, yeah. they, they weave their way.
0: They weave, I mean, this, the I table guess. match was also sort of yeah, that, that elimination, was elimination too, man. but you know what? Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know anything about anything. Um, there was tons <laughs> of elimination here, but yeah, that tables match we have a uh, a six man tag team elimination match. So we got the team of Bubba Ray Dudley, Spike Dudley, and Jeff Hardy versus the team of Rico and three minute warning, the team of Jamal and Rosie. Uh when I was watching this, I was like, damn, how awesome would it be if Jamal and Rosie were in the bloodline? Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> yes. What
1: could have been. And not to
0: mention too, like when you're watching Jamal and, and uh Rosie too, there's a couple of times where like Jamal is like doing his thing and mm-hmm. you just like you just see Roman. You know, yeah. there's a couple of instances where he's doing some moves, especially the spear. Like you're just like, yo, that is like Roman right there. Mm-hmm. And like even the look that he has right now is like kind of Roman esque. And um, you're watching it, and it's true. Like I know, not not dipping into the current state of wrestling right now, but like Ava Reigns, you know, you know Rock's daughter had just mm-hmm. made her debut on NXT, right? And the question on Twitter is because they always want to talk shit. Is that oh, how is she gonna be? I want to see her wrestle. But like, as you know, especially if you watch April Bump, if you watch all the episodes, what Samoan is a bad wrestler.
1: Ooh. Right? Uh, what's the dude um that was in Randy Orton's stable? Uh wasn't that Snooka's son?
0: Like I feel Ma- like Yeah,
1: Manu, is that what his name was? Something like that, yeah. He was very good. Yeah. Um Manure? <laughs> It's more accurate. Yeah, yeah, he
0: wasn't that good.
1: Maybe he wasn't smelling. Maybe that's the thing. <laughs> maybe they picked up the wrong baby from the <laughs> hospital. That's got to be it. He's probably like uh, Tongan or some it's, shit.
0: It's, it's <laughs> French, you know. Maybe <laughs> just it just didn't mix right, you know.
1: You know, Haku, Andre the Giant. They're kind of similar uh, complexions. <laughs> so, no, I get it. I get yeah. it. it. Makes sense. Um. But yeah, this opening match here was uh, super entertaining. I mean, it's a tables match. You got six people running around there. You got big ass Samoans. You got the Dudleys. You got Jeff Hardy jumping off things like it's a recipe for success. Um, Crazy spots throughout any in particular uh, stick out to you.
0: Well, there's a couple spots where I thought that they kind of like like there's a spot where Simon Dean, I think when he was trying to attempt like a splash and he kind of like just missed he kind of like missed fucked up his balance on the on the top rope
1: wait hold on simon hold on rico's not simon dean is he oh
0: god yeah what am i talking about like <laughs> sorry they're
1: like the oh, they're sorry. like the
0: same person they're like the same person yeah rico
1: no like my my mind went blank for a second i was like wait are these the same people i don't think they are
0: <laughs> no they're not but they they have very similar wardrobes but like yeah rico got on yeah. the top rope and it looked like he was trying to do like a splash
1: but he just yes. missed
0: like his balance and they just like fucked it up. Um
1: so that that's like a famous botch, which I think they, they cut out of Peacock. And I think they cut they out of DVD too. So Rico was up on the top rope for like a oh. long time. And I guess there was a miscommunication. Because this yes. is right after Jeff eliminated Rosie by doing the swanton off of the little entranceway. Yes. Yes. And after that Rico goes to the top rope in the ring, but Jeff is supposed to shake him off, but Jeff just right. Wait, crashing through a table off of a, of a, off of a balcony. <laughs> so, like, how is he just supposed to get up and run to the, like... So right, just, like, right, right, this right. Timing. The timing was I think, off. Yeah. I think Rico even, like, yelled for Jeff. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> that you can find where it's, like, the uncut version, the uncircumcised version. So, yeah, but damn, that was probably the most famous part of this match.
0: Yeah, okay, okay. That makes sense because, like, it's funny because, I see, this is the kind of reason why I, I, I hate Peacock, right? It's like they Mm -hmm. should have just left that shit in there because i know if it was a network it would have been in there um (laughs) but like yeah so that and then like the they did like this weird spot with um spike dudley right um the two samoan guys it's like a reverse flapjack but onto the table Mm -hmm. and it just looked like spike dudley just had to take it like there was no way that he could just (laughs) take care of (laughs) it
1: Do you know what I'm badass. talking about? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, do you know what I'm talking he, about. Like... He had no say in what was happening. <laughs> he was going wherever those big fellows wanted him to go. It For was real, yeah, and it was it's like, like a, they had him in like a power bomb position, and instead right. of throwing him forward, they like pendulum, pendulum yeah. him in the other direction. That was that was badass.
0: Like he fucked up his chest and his neck. Like I'm just like, dude, just had to take that. You know what I'm saying? And the table and just like. like
1: like right, right, it wasn't just like right. a break in the middle it was like
0: Kush! right it, so it just good. exploded Um, you know what what's funny about this match too is like the pacing I think like at that time because three minute warning was just such a gimmick tag team
1: mm-hmm. is
0: that like you know at the time I guess like nobody really appreciated their move sets but they were guys they could really run they could really run the ropes oh, yeah. like watching it back now and I don't know if you know but like wearing you know baggy denim jeans is not easy to move in
1: Hey, back in the day, man, I mean, uh, I, I rocked the cargo denim shorts. Oh, with the, little, the with extra the pockets. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. Could have so many tools in there. <laughs> uh, just the only tools in the leg holes. So. Uh, <laughs>
0: Calm down, kid.
1: I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> but yeah, well, I was going to mention earlier, um, Jamal, you said he, he reminded you of Roman Reigns. I always yeah. think of Jamal when I see Solo Sokoa. Because he, oh, he the way he moves, I yeah. guess Umaga, Jamal. I mean, they're the same person, they're obviously. The same, but they yeah, they, yeah. they move pretty much the same. And yeah. uh and Rosie, I mean, obviously it's Roman's brother, but he's like a fucking his twin, basically, just right. a bigger twin. It's bizarre yeah. to see. Um
0: but I don't know, okay, like um what's his name? Uh what's his name goes on to be Umaga? Did he he must have slendered down to become Umaga, right? I mean he was still massive.
1: Yeah, I th- a little bit, I guess. Although, he, like you said, bit. he's wearing baggy clothes. So. Yeah,
0: it, yeah. It's amazing to see what happens to him in a couple years from after this. You know, he becomes Whew. basically a full-fledged star afterwards. Um, it is a shame what ends up happening to both guys. You know. Yeah. No, it really is. Yeah, it's
1: crazy that Jamal and Jeff Hardy are in like a main event storyline in a couple <laughs> <of> years. <laughs> like you would yeah, never right. have thought that <laughs> while watching this match.
0: <laughs> Um, now uh, I have a question.
1: Did you think? Into, huh? um,
0: did you think that Jeff Hardy, like he wanted to pay, he wanted to do the whole, the same spot that he did at uh, what was it, at Royal Rumble?
1: Yeah, two thousand. Okay. Yeah, two thousand. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, do you think that, like, now seeing it again, do you think that he just like overdoes it with these spots, or do you think he just loves to do it?
1: Um. Well, I'm like. I'm trying to think of when when the last time before this he did anything crazy. I guess cuz they had a, like a random TLC match on SmackDown like right. late 01. Right. Um I feel like cuz like you look today like people like Darby Allen, I feel like he does it, I think he he does it overboard, I think. Yeah. Cuz it's yeah, it's yeah. like every week with him. But Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. at least I, he for the most part saved it for at least pay-per-views. Okay. Um, and I guess at this point, Jeff's not like a huge... He's kind of like lost the momentum off of the Undertaker match, I feel like. The latter match, he's oh, kind of just fallen yeah, into like a... yeah, that was right.
0: Yeah. I totally forgot just, about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't, they never really capitalized on that, which is weird. No, it was like afterwards, it was just like, okay, he's just gonna go back to doing tag team shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> but you know, Jeff
1: Hardy, with all... I mean, he's just, like just now starting to like show the wear and tear on his body oh yeah he he was working for so long like with that style and it took him forever to because he never really got injured i'm sure he yeah, got he banged got, up but yeah. never not like serious injuries so i don't know no, man i mean i guess i don't
0: know I, I always thought that like uh he would always knew like okay it's pay-per-view okay i gotta get the hard cam where the crowd yeah, yeah. is and i'm gonna do my swanton you know and it's like yeah you know i know there's like other moves that he has but you know the I think in this match, like, they did get a surprise because this was, like, at the beginning of the Bland's brand split. Pretty
1: much, yeah. A couple months after.
0: A couple months after. And I think, like, you know, that shocking thing where they split up the Dudleys, right? Which is, like, a weird thing for the moment. And then they come back and they have a reunion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was an awesome spot like i i mean i i've I've seen this show so obviously i expected it to happen but i feel like if i was Mm -hmm. watching live i'd be like oh shit because yeah reverend devon because the whole thing with reverend reverend devon he like started out as vince mcmahon's like i forget what the title was but he was basically an extension of vince mcmahon but then vince basically appointed eric bischoff as the gm of raw and vince kind of like was off TV, so Devon was just kind of there, like f- doing nothing, like random tag teams with like Farouk and just kind of not really doing anything. It breaks up with Batista, Batista goes yeah. to Raw, so right. Devon's not doing anything. So it's like Bubba is he had like little hiccups of success, but nothing really yeah. sustained. So like, he was
0: still tagging with like Spike Dudley sometimes, like trying to do what they could with the Dudley boys. Yeah, and yeah, I think it was stupid to break them up. Like I don't understand. Like e- even now, I don't even understand the purpose of them breaking up. You know?
1: Is yes, that? I mean, they like maybe they saw something in Bubba because Bubba kind of got a push. He got like a world title match against Triple H on Raw. Oh. And. Um, <laughs> yes. Right. It was like a strap match, oh my I gosh, think, because it was yeah. on the Raw Roulette show. Oh my
0: gosh! Yeah, hell no! I forgot I about never. that. That was like dude, last.
1: O2, what a time, man. It's something. It really what a is. Time. just like <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get with O2. What a time, dude. You got Holy lesbians shit. over here, you got necrophilia over you here. Necroph- you got- right,
0: right, right, right. Ooh. Old men dating women, sugar daddy storylines, you know, what dude. I'm
1: saying? Dying in her bed. Die- <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Yeah.
1: Are you feeling frisky? But um <laughs> Yeah, so ultimately. So, like you said, Spike gets driven through the table with like a reverse flapjack, Jeff. Eliminates Rosie off the aisleway with a swanton. Uh Jamal hits a big splash off the top rope, through Jeff through a table. Uh Bubba counters a superplex from Jamal and power bombs him through a table. So now it's just Bubba and Rico. Uh Rosie and Jamal get involved. It's no DQ, I guess they can. Uh and then uh they hit a, a belly-to-belly on Bubba. And Mm -hmm. it's a three on one beat down. And then in comes Reverend (laughs) Devon to make the save. Oh, just takes out everybody. Huge pop. I feel like everybody was just like, come on, can we just fucking do the Dudleys again? Like, that's what works. Like you said, why do they break them up? So, um, I mean, I got goosebumps watching this. It was was a cool moment. And then they did hit the 3D on Rico. First time since the brand split, we've seen this, right. and uh yeah, Dudley's win, Dudley's reunited, and Simon Dean's not here, so it's a win-win-win. <laughs> Every way it's you a look win.
0: at it, it was a good opening match. You know, what I'm saying, kind of set the tone for the rest oh, yeah. of the night. You know, what I'm saying, it, it was action-packed, just like how most of these matches turn out to be. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, great opener, great opener.
1: Well, I got a question for you. Uh, are you, are you a testicle? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I if I have to choose, yeah, hairless though, hairless, hairless.
1: Well, that that's obvious, right? It's probably <laughs> as bald as your head. I would assume. <laughs> Jealous. Smooth but, as it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, testicle or, or uh, test is not here. He's on a PR tour, and he was sent on that tour by his new uh, marketing manager, Stacy Keebler. Yeah. Good old yeah. Stacy. She's uh, she cut test's hair gave him some tights, <laughs> and has dubbed his fans the testicles. <laughs> it's fun, right? It's fun. We're having fun.
0: It's good. It's a good time.
1: Uh, is it? So we have, by the way, fun fact, every show you've been on uh, of my podcast, there has been a live performance by Saliva. So <laughs> we got to keep that streak going. I don't know how, more, how many. Dude, I don't know.
0: I don't know <laughs> what other pay-per-view we're going to do with it, but Saliva has to be on.
1: Yeah i mean uh they, they perform always here uh and in, in the world or at the world and uh in new york right little, the, the restaurant
0: yeah
1: yeah wwf new york the rebranded for or the renamed version mm-hmm. We should little video packages of the uh the matches as the music plays i don't know do you think this should come back like live performances of uh the theme songs
0: uh, you know, I don't, I mean, at that time, I think they were definitely trying to do something because I think, um, they were doing stuff with MTV in the early 2000s. Right. And I think they just kind of yeah. want to cap, just still kind of continue that like little
1: over oh, cool, so- we're hip, we have
0: bands, you know, in a way they kind of yeah. still do it. Like, you know, with Poppy on NXT, um, you know, yeah.
1: what was so the um, it wasn't poppy, but it was an awful performance on NXT with the girl with the big tits. Um, it'll come to me. Oh, it, it's it it, t- it it. I like make it, I make you fall in love. I'm oh, gonna, the- yeah. <laughs> what's her name? Stupid, stupid horror with the. Tits.
0: Wait, was wait was was he a real artist or was she a wrestler that was trying? She
1: to- makes noise into a microphone.
0: I'm not gonna call her an artist. <laughs>
1: But shit,
0: uh, dude, I don't think she was a real artist though. I think she was. Um,
1: oh no, she wasn't. I can tell you she's not.
0: Oh, I mean, I know. We- <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. who was that? Oh my gosh, I had to find here, it we, out.
1: Here, here we, we could look it up. Here, um, NXT make you fall in love. Who sings there it? Go. Uh, Ollie J. Ollie J.
0: Ollie- there we go. There, there it is. Go. Oh, so that answers boy. my
1: question. No, they should not bring that back.
0: No, they should not. Well, I mean, are they at the level of saliva? No way. No way. But
1: is, is Ali J on the level of of saliva? Now, that's no. a question we need to pose to Twitter, no. I think.
0: Well, they had Machine Gun Kelly, you remember, perform live at one point. Remember? And then he got at, powered at, by, uh, Kev, by Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah, he did a few times. He, he did it also before Rock and Cena. That was oh, pretty, that's uh, right. That was something.
0: That was, that was something. something. That was something. Now he's getting power um, by Megan Fox now, so.
1: <laughs> Do you think he's uh he's a bottom? Do you think Megan Fox sticks her stupid uh I think finger so. toes inside his board hole?
0: I think so. Probably, I think right. that's what that's how it gets done. Whatever she does, she might transform it a little bit. I don't know. Oh,
1: well, anyways. <laughs> <So we> got- <laughs> The Cruiserweight title. So, yeah. It's on the line. Did you yeah. ever
0: want to go to WWF New York, though? Like, when you saw those, you're like, man, I wish I could just see what it's like over there. Not one part of me wants to be there. No? Not Did even you? just to check out, like, what, what they might have, like food? Like, do they have any f- special food items named after wrestlers? You know?
1: Yeah, get some Hulk Hogies, some.
0: Oh, some, uh, we not? mankind fries and fingers.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um hmm. Well, no, it'd be like mankind's like ears, like pig ears. Oh, it's cauliflower
0: ear, ear. Cauliflower, but it's elephant Ooh. ear, but it looks like cauliflower.
1: Let's <laughs> go. This is, come on, is anybody listening to this? Somebody somebody. Come on, this
0: come on. Shane o, Shane, Shane o' Mac and Cheese, let's do it. Oh, man, this man <laughs> don't miss. <laughs> come on, give me one more. Give me
1: one more. What, what, what would Jamie uh, Noble's food be?
0: Jamie Noble's food? Oh, uh, let's see.
1: Or Nidia. Chicken
0: and waffles. Oh.
1: Yeah. What did you say no, cornmeal? Be like, um,
0: did you say cornmeal?
1: Did I say cornmeal? What, what was
0: his name? Nidia, right? His girlfriend was named Nidia? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Grits and Nidia? No, I don't know. No, that doesn't seem right.
1: Nidia, nid, yeah. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. We'll it. think of something. But um they Russell, Jamie Noble defending his cruiserweight title against Billy Kidman.
0: Had the best theme, though. He This was a good theme. Not too good. Not like it's better the debut than view of this theme. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 It was better than him. Better than the shooting star press that he tried to do. Was, <laughs> was absolutely. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, did did you catch the uh, the sign that said Nidia is my cousin slash sister?
0: Yes, yes. I couldn't make out like wh- I knew it said Nidia is my cousin, and then I couldn't catch the last part because I was just uh, like sister. trying yeah, to figure out like why inverted. is Billy Kidman sweating so much? <laughs> was he sweaty? I guess he was right. Like he ha- always had like the wet like the wettest hair, like wetter than the shield. You know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty wet. It's wet. Um, it's wop. Um, speaking of
1: wet, so there was like this big ass blood stain on the mat. Yeah, and I don't remember yeah, yeah. seeing that. Like in the last match, but Taz says that Rico like cut his arm open. That's what on I the heard. Table, yeah. Which I, I guess, I guess could be a thing. But mm-hmm. I was like, did a match happen like in between, and they just cut it or something? I don't know. But
0: it, it must have happened. Like, if we only go back, if we can only go watch that DVD that you have, or the network but like i think he cuts his arm like you said and i and i mm. and they never show it they never show it again because they, they don't show him leaving either or like they kind of like yeah. edit out like him leaving so that's the only I way to are see the like, focal
1: point so it's like why would right. you want to look at rico <laughs> um
0: <laughs> his hair his hair was
1: his hair Anything special i guess he had like the feathery um yeah what do you call that uh, the widow's peak
0: maybe Widow's Peak, something like that. Yep.
1: Well, Victoria's later, so we're not there yet, but okay, we got a cruiserweight match, and uh, I thought this match is really good. I think that this match mm-hmm. kind of represents what I always enjoyed about the cruiserweight division. It was like just move. It, it was like nonstop. It was like mm-hmm. really unique stuff, too, that you typically wouldn't see in WWE at this time, like yes. um, all sorts of Dives to the outside, suicide dives, clotheslines. Uh, Jamie Noble hits his Tiger powerbomb for a two count. Yep. Yep. Kidman hits a top rope face buster. Yes. Jamie Noble hits this draping DDT. It's basically yeah. Randy Orton's DDT, but from the basically top. Basically, like a fucking mm-hmm, spike like shit out of yet. Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Kidman didn't break his neck here.
0: Oh, yeah. The funny thing about this match is that, like, um, when I watch it again, is that, you know, Nidia is not really involved too much, like, physically. But the, some of the stuff that she does outside mm-hmm. of the ring just to help Noble is also, like, key in the match, too. Um, yeah. they're Both of them are, tr- are, like, agents now, right? They're, like, both agents for WWE? I think so. I know Noble Jamie is. Noble
1: definitely is. Yeah, Billy Kidman, I, thought, I know he was at one point. I don't know if he still is. He might be.
0: Okay. It's kind of crazy to see that, like, what they do here is kind of like what's going on now for the most part. Yeah. You know, like, no, different yeah, holds. Yeah. Um, Like you said, the nonstop action, um, different maneuvers, counters, too. Like, I think this match had more counters than some of the other matches. Um, The pacing, I yeah. thought, was good, too, for um, two, two guys. Um, so it's kind of like, it's kind of like you get like a little taste of like, what's how wrestling is now too.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. Cause I mean, they're agents. So every, all this psychology that's playing out in this match is the psychology that they hand off to the wrestlers of today. So yeah, that's definitely for sure. Um, but ultimately Kidman hits his wonky shooting star press. <laughs> And that's enough <laughs> to get the win. New Cruiserweight champion, although I'm not sure if Billy fits the uh, weight limit, but who's to say?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if they've like definitively like made a weight limit. I don't think it's till Matt so. Hardy challenges because they do. Right. Matt Hardys. like, yeah, cha- has to, like drop weight.
0: Yeah, it um, yeah. was a good match. It was a good match.
1: And um, well, after that, we got Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. In the locker room. (laughs) Now they're they're arguing because they're they're a team, right? Former tag Mm -hmm. team champions at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, They lost the tag team titles on SmackDown to Edge and Rey Mysterio in a two out of three falls match, which was a uh, spicy hot match. It was good. But um, Kurt and Benoit are debating who's the team captain. And uh, they don't really come to a conclusion. Kurt Angle calls them bosom buddies at some point. I forget (laughs) what the context was. kind of lost me after that but then they hug and uh oh no no it's Chris Benoit he, Kurt's like can we can we get along and Benoit puts out his hand for him to shake it and Kurt's right. like partners don't shake hands partners gotta hug and then they hug <laughs> and come and all that stuff so. uh,
0: if only Chris Benoit took that advice to life you know you
1: gotta hug instead of Murder your family? <laughs> <laughs> is,
0: that, is that where you're getting at? Yeah. Um Yeah, you know, subtly, subtly, you know. Um, I mean, really that would be better. Mention. That would, would be I would, better. Yeah. I would prefer that.
1: Yeah, uh, but to to uh, yeah, in hindsight.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. Well, that gives us to uh, speaking of Widow's Peak, we got Victoria backstage. She's caught yes. on camera. Do you remember? What this camera oh, camera was called what,
0: what, was this like, um, not GTV. It was like some no, other one,
1: similar. Right? No, it has a fun it was name. similar,
0: right? What was it? it's F view? Oh, what the hell did it stand for?
1: Well, it's like F you like, fuck you. Oh, my God, but it's sound. Oh, okay. It, it's oh, okay. F. Oh, okay. The- view the word right E-I-E-W, it's like a it's right F-U. it's a play
0: on words type of thing. a
1: double menage a trois as mm, some may say okay
0: so. okay okay you know but the f- one f- thing i noticed though um not What's to that? cut you off sorry um the What's one thing i noticed right it's like it's supposed to be like a um a hidden camera right is that what they're going for yeah yeah okay so like is it really hidden when there's a whole out in the wall for the camera to dip in
1: I mean, it could have been in like a <laughs> locker. But another thing you gotta take, that you gotta uh, think about is Victoria. I mean, she's a little, she's she's not the sharpest crown in the drawer. So like, she's a little wacky. Is you know, okay. the idea here? Okay. I mean, she thinks a mirror is talking to her. So oh, I that's think true. She's, with it enough to ascertain, you know, there's a hole in the wall. Maybe I should, you know, maybe Yeah, okay,
0: know. okay. She doesn't think, oh, this is like some fake, you know, whatever room with just a hole, you know, for something to come through.
1: It's clearly, you know, for her to get ready, put makeup on, whatever the ladies do. So <laughs> But Victoria Victoria's because she has a match with Trish later. Right. Right. Uh oh it is. Yeah, it is. Um so the whole backstory is uh, I guess Victoria and Trish were fitness models together back in the mm-hmm. day before Trish came to WWE and WWE chose to bring in Trish and not Victoria so Victoria feels slighted by this. It's like why'd you choose her not me mm-hmm. so she's gotten a bit unhinged. And she's talking to this mirror, which F view catches. And she's like "Uh, a mirror on the wall. Who's the prettiest of them all? And then the mirror says that Trish is the prettiest. (laughs) So Victoria smashes the mirror. And there's like a random poster behind her that she rips. And then um, yeah, she's not well. Victoria, she's not well.
0: Very. No, but
1: that's good thing. She has a hardcore match to take to take to release all
0: her attention. Yes.
1: Yes, that's what any of us need—a few uh, kendo <laughs> sticks and trash can lids. But I
0: was gonna say, not just any like weapons, like already in a trash can, like that's already tied to a pole. Like, don't bother even going underneath <laughs> the ring; it's already set up. It's already, you know, what I'm saying,
1: right, right, because you don't want them, you know, not knowing where anything is. You know, we're dipping our right. toes in the women's revolution; we're not all the way in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but Trish is defending her title here against Victoria, and like you said, there's trash cans strapped to the ring posts. Yeah. With uh, what was in there? There was a broom in there, I think. I know there was a four
0: by four at one point. Um, four by four. I think a fire extinguisher, right, was in there too. In one of them.
1: I think so. It was either. It might have been under the ring, but. Okay, that was anyway. under
0: the ring. Okay, um, a candlestick, like you said. I think they were in both. There was an
1: ironing of- board. An ironing board yes, because ironbore.
0: women. Oh, my God. I didn't even think well, of that.
1: We got to make oh. them feel comfortable. So we got to give them things that they're used to oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a joke, ladies. Any, if any ladies listen to this still. Um, <laughs> <You're crazy. laughs> but, but, but yeah, man, because... When I think of this match, I think of all those trash can lid shots that they were hitting each other with because those, those oh, were yeah, ringing yeah. throughout the arena. They'll,
0: dude, they, that's the one thing I was going to say about this match is that, like, I know this is early in the women's, like, evolution, but they these two were going yeah. at it, you know? And I know dude, the yeah. previous matches that they had, had, they had good chemistry. So mm-hmm. they were really laying in all the shots, too, uh, in this yeah. match. I thought this match was really, really brutal for some of the stuff that they were doing.
1: Yeah, I forgot how hard hitting this was. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was because the women, I mean, back then, the women, obviously, they were portrayed, you know, as as models and uh, just the visual aspect. The wrestling was very secondary. But, man, you watch these women's matches back then. And even if it's not the most athletic, which a lot of them are, but even if it's not like that, they're working their asses off in there. So. And a lot of oh, the matches yeah. are better than. I mean, Molly Holly's around. You got Jazz yes. Jack. Like there's Ivory. Ton of I
0: think is still um, having matches yeah. at this time too. With Right to Censor, uh, or oh, I Nydia, think they're about to end. Right? Yeah, Nidia is having good matches too. Um. Uh, yeah, this is a good one, man.
1: Um, what else? I think we got all the weapons. Yeah, broom because Victoria's a witch, I guess. So she like. <laughs> hangs Trish like hanging from the top row. Oh yeah, through. the hanging
0: spot. Yep, 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 yep. Gotta
1: have one of those. Um, but ultimately the finish comes when uh, so Victoria's like under the ring. Trish goes to pull her out but gets hit with the fire extinguisher or the hmm. uh, smoke or whatever from the fire extinguisher. Yeah. And uh, Victoria gets in there and hits just a regular suplex and gets <laughs> the win. <laughs> but did you know that like Trish kind of kicked
0: out? Like, right at the yeah. end. I wonder if this was a botch or not. So that's what I was thinking, too, because, like, because her finisher was the Widow's Peak, right? I don't know if she
1: had established that at this point, but I don't think oh, a, she didn't. a suplex oh, okay. would have been it. No.
0: Okay, okay. So then, see, I can't remember if she, if the suplex was only her finisher move, if she, if she had already established the Widow's know. Peak or some other move. But, yeah, I mean, to lose just by suplex, I guess, after being, you know, you know, This visioned by your fire extinguisher, I guess it's enough. Yeah, I guess.
1: I guess a fire extinguisher is enough to keep you down. Yeah. I've never been hit in the face with one, so I wouldn't know. So who am I to say? (laughs) But uh, yeah, fun little glimpse into what women's wrestling would be. It'd be a while because this is not a very regular thing. But uh,
0: 1,000, yeah.
1: Good to see what they're capable of. But we got a little change in pace in this next one. Got the WWE Championship on the line. We got the champion Brock Lesnar versus the Big Show. Who? Daddy. And Paul Heyman's here, of course. A a, uh, very integral part of this, you would say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, the whole deal here. So Brock has just come off his matches with The Undertaker. They had the Hell in a Cell match, the previous pay-per-view. So Lesnar's still kind of reeling from that And uh, Big Show was just traded from Raw to SmackDown. And immediately he uh, made an impact by throwing The Undertaker off the stage and um, calling out Brock Lesnar, basically. And they've had various brawls and SmackDown. Paul Heyman's like, Brock, Big Show's too big. You can't pick (laughs) him up. You can't suplex him. You can't F5 him. And that's pretty much all Lesnar did in this match was yeah. suplex the shit out of Big Show, which was amazing to see, because, especially at this point, because I don't feel like he had done that on TV, no, at least. not um, yet. No, I don't think so. Hadn't picked up the man the size of the Big Show. But yeah, man, I mean, there's a lot of sh- chicanery here at the end. But, right. But uh, as far as the right. match itself, what would you think about it?
0: You know, the funny thing about this is that, like, I'm, I was going back and watching this, right? And I'm thinking... Okay, like at the time this is he's just coming off of the Hell in a Cell match with Undertaker, right? Yeah. And so Brock is kind of like a legitimate, you know, um champion at this time. And you know, he's doing things to 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 Big Show. And to me, I think this was Big Show's even though he ends up winning, I think this was kind of a low point for him in his career. Like he really wasn't doing much.
1: No, he was absolutely like
0: he not was a gone, jobber, right?
1: But kind of cuz like and I was thinking about this, like last time I covered this era, like he hasn't really done anything of significance yes. since that WrestleMania main event in 2000, because yeah. he's he's had like little like peaks, like very quick ones, but then he always just falls back down to like hardcore title stuff or mm-hmm. just random segments, like almost comedy right. kind of guy. Right. But yeah, he, you're very, you're absolutely right. He was at his low point, And I guess him going to SmackDown kind of revitalized, it was like kind of like a clean slate. And yeah. He just like he like took out the Undertaker and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, you're right on that. Because
0: one. I think when we did WrestleMania 18, shout out, um, he shout was out. at the he was at the restaurant, right?
1: Yes. He yeah, wasn't even at was, WrestleMania. <laughs> no, he, he held up some ugly baby at yeah. the world. That's all he did. <laughs> it's, uh, it's crazy, man. And I think that was actually like a storyline. I forget it was like his match with Stone Cold or something. A few months later, was like, I should, "I should be in the main event." But oh shit, really? Just got beat, and then they're like, "Yeah, okay, we're gonna to put the you bottom. in a restaurant."
0: Yeah, Have fun. <laughs>
1: half off. You're no, but yeah, because like,
0: like when you go, even when you go look back at this match, like Brock is doing everything in this match for Big Show. Yes, and it's like at the time I kind of like saw that maybe they wanted to because I think this is when Brock was like. Not saying that he wanted to take a break or he wasn't like ready to take the next step forward, or he was legit injured with his like rib thing. But Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like Big Show was ready to be a champion anyway. So like it was kind of like the the match was like it was a showcase to show Brock Lesnar's like strength and power. Totally. But to have Big Show win was kind of like confusing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess the manner that it happened, I can But that's even kind of a weird choice as well. I mean, we should. So the match, like you said, the match is just Brock Lesnar throwing the big show around. Right. It's a back suplex. I like how it kind of escalates. It crescendos. First, it's a first. It's a back suplex. Then it's a full on German suplex. Mm-hmm. Then it's a belly to belly suplex. And then finally hits him with an F5. Crazy. Yeah. Goes for the pin. But then right before the ref can count three. Three. Paul Heyman pulls out the referee. Mm-hmm.
0: Swerve,
1: bro. And <laughs> I kind of alluded to it. I maybe I don't know if I did. But on SmackDown in the buildup, Brock has kind of been like brushing Heyman to the side. Like right, Paul's right. like, don't go, don't attack the big show. Don't go call him out. Brock's like, oh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. And um, so I guess they're, they built the resentment over time, which makes sense. I like how they did that. I also like... I can't remember if it was right. Yeah, it was right before this match. It was a segment with Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar backstage. And Heyman was like, I promise Brock, my client is going to walk out the WWE champion. But he never said Brock, Re- right. Brock Lesnar was. So that right. was a fun little, especially in hindsight, watching I was like, ooh, uh-huh. he did it.
0: Right. Um, And this is like, because like the, um, this is the first time he turns on Brock, right? Because like later on yeah. in day one, I think it is, is when he actually officially says that he's a Roman guy.
1: These hoes ain't loyal. As no, we're getting at, especially
0: here. yeah, thought Roman. I mean, thought Heyman. Nah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> man, he really just he's the uh, the <laughs> meme with the white girl with the guys in the black and sh- the white shirts. <laughs> That's the bloodline and the surrounding Paul Heyman. So
0: <laughs> hell no. Nah.
1: But anyways, so Big Show. Uh, speaking of gangbang, so <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Chases Paul Heyman around the ring, chases him into the ring, but mm. runs into a steel chair to the gut, to the ribs, to the injured ribs from the big show, followed by a choke slam onto the chair. <laughs> big show. So Brock Lesnar and his, what has it been? Six, seven months in the WWE. Has About, yeah. Beat The Rock for the title. He's <laughs> taken out Hulk Hogan. He's beat The Undertaker inside Hell in a Cell. But what's his kryptonite? the big show in jeans <laughs> beats the big show or beats Brock Lesnar, new champion, the big show, the guy that was holding up children at WrestleMania a few months ago is now your champion of the world. So it's so
0: funny too. Cause like Brock basically does the chocolate slam himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really does do everything in this match. He does. He does. He, he, you know what I'm saying? Like when the chair happens, he over, he kind of oversells it because Big Show just kind of just holds it there. Yeah. And then the chokeslam comes and he basically just jumps right into it, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Big Show, man. God. At least it wasn't like clean by any means. I mean, Brock is coming into this match with a broken rib, this chair to the ribs, chokeslam on the ribs, Paul Heyman getting involved is like. I guess, weird way to kind of break Brock's streak, I guess, because this is his first pinfall loss yeah. in WWE, which is uh, something. S- something. But, yeah, I don't think Big Show's champion for very long. I think Brock, or Kurt Angle, I think, wins from at some point. I don't remember yeah, exactly I, when. Yeah, because then they lead
0: into the Mania 19 match, you know. Yeah. It's funny, too, like, going back on it before we get into the next, next thing, is that, like, this is the second time Big Show has won the title at Survivor Series. I oh, think shit, he yeah. replaced um, Austin in 99. Yes, he right? did. It's and showtime. He, yep. yes, yes. I
1: remember JR's call on that one.
0: Yes. And, um, you know, because he was in that horrible storyline where they said his dad died.
1: Did you? I, I almost forget sometimes that that was a WWE championship uh Storyline. I don't know if if at that point it was, but I know there was one pay per view. I think it was like Armageddon 1999 or something. Mm -hmm. It was Big Show versus Big Boss Man for the WWF title, which is just yes to think about. Yes,
0: I think it was after Survivor Series.
1: Yeah, that was his
0: title defense. Yep.
1: Man, how times what a
0: time, man! What a
1: time! And hey, what a time for Al Wilson. Am I right (laughs) or am I wrong? (laughs) Him, him, There's him always and his, a
0: time for Al Wilson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> him and his uh, new fiancé, Dawn Marie, are oh in my the God. crowd watching. Um, I mean, they're just in there watching. But uh, yeah. any, any fond memories of this storyline?
0: I mean, at the time, I know that it was just to get cheap pops and stuff and for something for Dawn Marie to do because she How was How dare you? They're in love, Justin. I mean, yeah, I mean, money, I guess. It's, it's you know. They're both. I mean, winning. he's at
1: least got to be packing, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the Blue Chew is in its early stages at that time, so I'm pretty sure he was an investor. That's so that's the one. That's the one, and um, I mean, Don Marie also kind of like, you know, at that time she was coming off of the ECW, you know, thing, mm-hmm. and so she needed something to do, so she's doing Al. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what is there for Don Marie to do? Yeah, because I don't remember dad. her
0: doing anything else other than this, right?
1: I don't remember anything. Maybe some low level, because she's on SmackDown, so it's not even like there's a women's title to fight for.
0: No, and she wasn't a wrestler on ECW either.
1: I will say, though, her Dawn and Tori had a match at No Mercy 02 that was actually pretty decent. For, really? it. Well, it was a lot better than you would expect, like... That just because, I mean, the women wanted to wrestle, so okay. um,
0: That was before this, right? No mercy.
1: Yeah, it was the month before this. Um, but yeah, so that's a thing. But then, with that kind of stuff, you also get some good wrestling. We got the the WWE tag team titles on the line in a three way elimination match. Yes, it's the SmackDown Six. So you got the champions Edge and Rey Mysterio. Versus the team of Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle versus Los Guerreros. Who yeah, oh, we? Oui. So this um, this it was, was honestly hot. this matches this was spicy hot fire. It was kind of yes. clunky at some points, but for the most part, it was um. I mean, it was even hard to hard to take notes on it. I mean, there was so much oh, shit dude. going on.
0: I had to watch it twice just to like make sure like I can, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, make sure I didn't miss anything because there's a bunch of moves in here that like I don't even think. You only seen, like, a couple of times, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's a spot where um, I think it's Edge and Benoit. Like, I think Benoit is ready to put Edge into a belly-to-the-back suplex. And yeah. Eddie gets on the top rope, which he does a s- somersault from the top rope. And so he grabs on the edge, mm-hmm. but then, like, it maneuvers into, a, like, a super suplex. Like, that combination of the three guys and the Ooh. timing. Yeah. Um. It's so good. And like the stuff that they do with, uh, uh there's a move with the um, angle and Chris Benoit where they kind of like dodge edge of spear, but then Benoit catches him in the cross face and then yes, Kurt angle puts him in the so angle smooth. lock. Yes, dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A super finisher. Yeah. It was, um, all, all the moves were great. One of my favorite aspects of this match is the Guerreros and their yeah. character work because, the match start or before the match starts, really, they're like talking shit to both teams mm-hmm. and then they just slowly scoot to the apron. None, none of them are legal. So they're like that was kind of like the running theme is like they would like they would bark, but then they would back up and let everybody else uh, fight, which ultimately paid off for them, I guess. Yeah, those dirty. Uh, those dirty guerreros is before light, cheat and steal. <laughs> but I think we're uh, we're approaching it. We're approaching. We're
0: it. heading there. It's like we're um, heading to that to the era. Yes. Watching back at though like I feel like the Los Guerreros don't get enough like mention in terms of tag teams, you know? Like all the maneuvers yeah. they're doing. In terms of like just like cheating too, you know. Distracting the ref and holding yeah. him up in the corner and doing all these like, you know, shenanigans. Um
1: god, how many uh how many times did uh <laughs> Chavo hit people with the the tag belt in this match? Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. I, had, I know he hit him like. I know he hit them like a couple times towards the end too, because that's how they end up getting the win. Yeah, it's like a distracted finish.
1: I think both eliminations kind of stem from that. So, like Chavo hits Benoit in the oh, back yeah. with the belt, and then he throws the belt to Kurt. So Benoit thinks Kurt did it. So that they're arguing right. back and forth, and ultimately <laughs> this allows Edge to hit the spear on Benoit to eliminate the team of Angle and Benoit. Crowd booze is pretty hard, by the way. I think everybody was really enjoying this team, which I can't blame them. It's like a fucking super team, these two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, um, but Benoit and Angle, they destroy everybody on the way out. They're like arguing, <laughs> but while they're arguing, they're like suplexing everybody. Everybody's right, laid out. Right, right, um, So it gets down to the Guerreros versus Mysterio and Edge. And ultimately, uh, Ray hits the 619 on Eddie. But then as Ray is on the apron, Chavo hits Ray in the back with the belt and mm. <laughs> knocks him into the ring. And Eddie locks in the lasso from El Paso, Yes, which is like <laughs> a uh, the, the forgotten finisher of Eddie. It's like almost yeah. like a lion tamer cloverleaf like, deal.
0: It's kind of like, you know how like uh, Bret Hart twists the legs on on his leg. So it's like, yeah, he does that, but on his arm. And then puts him in the line tamer type of thing. Yes. It's badass. If that makes sense. It's badass. Sense. What a name too. Lasso from El Paso.
1: The lasso from El Paso, man. I mean, I don't know why he never uh it's kind of Easy like an awkward looking move, I guess. It looks mm-hmm. like it hurts, but uh I don't know. I don't know, but that that's enough to give the Guerreros the win. And we got new tag team champions here. So uh yeah, a lot of flip flopping with these tag belts. Uh, only uh, a month into the titles existing, but I mean, the talent in this match. I mean, it was an awesome match, and uh, always love watching any any like version of this match with any of these people.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, there's like five Hall of Famers in there, and a lot of and all all of them except for one Chavo becomes a world champion. <laughs> okay,
1: I thought you were saying Chavo was the one, or is Chavo not the Hall of Famer?
0: No, Chauver is the Hall too. of Famer, but there's one that's not going to okay. be a Hall <laughs> Famer.
1: Ray Mysterio. He's too short. He's
0: too short. <laughs> right, right. Yup. It's him. Yup. His, his
1: son's his son's gonna eclipse him and everything he did. So he's probably oh, right, th- right, gonna right, forget right, about right.
0: Ray. Right. Just
1: talk about Dominic. Yeah, no, you're right. Um can't, there can't uh before
0: we is. go in, there's a couple of things I want to mention too, is that like when they were getting to the finish. Uh, When they're getting to the finish, it's like I think they wanted to set up Eddie in the um, for the six one nine on the other side of the ring, but then they realized that's not where it's supposed to be. So then Eddie, because he's a genius, he like (laughs) oversells that like slingshot and then he like kind of like makes that momentum to go to the other side.
1: Yeah, no, I noticed that too. That that, that's I guess that's really only the, the only clunky part. That's kind of why I said it earlier, because there are a few like missteps towards the end, but I think it played out OK, because like you said, Eddie's a genius and he knows how to make the most out of that. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good um, stuff. But Eddie,
0: man, legend.
1: Enough about that nonsense. We got Chris Nowinski <laughs> to talk about. Oh He's out God. here. I don't know if you heard, but this this Nowinski fellow, he graduated from Harvard. Yes. And uh, he comes out there. Doesn't have a match. He's just out there to talk, I guess. He says, because uh, we're in New York, obviously. MSG, shout Ooh. out. Mm-hmm. And shout out uh, Nowinski's like, hey, you guys, you, you might have a lot of money, but you can't buy intelligence. Just like the New York <laughs> Yankees bought all those World Series. That's your local <laughs> team. And then uh, calls everybody stupid. Then out comes some matitude. Some version yes. one, uh, slapping tornadoes to his w- on his way to the ring, and uh, Matt's. First of all, I don't know if you knew this about Matt Hardy. Not only does he like his house at a toasty seventy-five degrees,
0: yep, but he also yep, loves yep. low-fat chocolate milk. Yes, yes. I'm so Just kind of. Those are what I miss, man. For everybody. Of the of Matt, Matt Hardy version one is like little factoids. <laughs> He he like he he enjoys mac and cheese, whatever, like there's like a whole bunch of them that like come out, you
1: know, dude, this is this might be my favorite version of Matt Hardy. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. For sure. Especially the intro. Remember, the intro was like early, like it felt like you were downloading like net zero for the first time.
1: (laughs) How did it sound?
0: It sounded like you were oh, no, like downloading like
1: the, 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 like the typing, right? Yeah, the yeah, typing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: it was like you know, what I'm saying you log in, you know, saying you get the, di- you know, you get the dial-up internet or cable modem, whichever, you know, and then right, like it had right. like the little screen, you know,
1: this brings brings you right back, like you're downloading <laughs> something illegal off of LimeWire. Yeah. But um, Matt's it's out LimeWire. here, and he's he's telling he's telling Nowinski that. People in New York, they're not stupid. They're losers. And then they go back and forth. By the way, JR and King on commentary are hilarious here because they know how shitty this segment is. And they're like, yeah, somebody get the hook. Or it's like, <laughs> can this be over? Like they are just responding to their questions. In right. The promo. Um, but ultimately, this is all leading to the debut of the big bad booty daddy. Oh, daddy. Scott Steiner. Fucking uh, the the alarm or the uh, police sirens, whatever it is, go uh-huh. off. Holly, if you hear me. Out comes Scott Steiner and just suplexes the shit out of both Matt Hardy and Chris Nowinski. And uh, yeah, does some push-ups, flexes his does biceps. It's really all you need for yeah. Scott, right?
0: He comes out in the gladiator. Um, I'll never forget that. The gladiator uh, look. The helmet a huge pop the headdress the headdress yeah and i can't remember too like because i didn't look back but like were they teasing him or it was kind of like a like people knew
1: yeah no they were um it was kind of weird too because i was watching the rolls and the smackdowns so the whole thing was um yeah scott steiner has signed to wwe but what brand is he gonna sign with so that was kind of What it was, okay. and they were okay, they had little vignettes and stuff, so yeah, it was announced basically, but it wasn't announced that he'd be on this show. Um, but I feel like everybody knew, um, okay, but yeah, okay, I feel like, uh, would you say that this night was his peak in WWE?
0: Man, see, it's funny because, like, when it first happened, I'm like, okay, it's big Papa Pump, they're obviously you know happy to see him, and it's like crazy. But like he goes into having a storyline with Triple H right after this, right? Yeah. And I think that's what killed them. Like they build them up too quick. I think if they were slow and have them have a couple of jobber match or matches, and then lead up to it. But yes, this time right now and then I think until Royal Rumble is peak, Papa Pump. Sadly, doesn't he end up doing yeah. stuff with Test too? Like he ends up being in the tag team with Test.
1: Yeah, they have like a feud too. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, he's definitely involved with Test a lot because like it's after, after the Triple H thing. I don't really know. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> anything that he did of significance. I don't think he was on WrestleMania, if I remember. So,
0: uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, That's he's I'm not forgetting.
1: I don't think he was. I, and then yeah. I know that
0: he, him, and Triple H have some weird like things up, up leading to like they have the uh, was the it pose pose down? the pose off? yes, they had the yeah, pose down, yeah. Gosh, they had oh an
1: arm gosh. wrestling match. They yeah. uh, some weird stuff. And then Royal Rumble, it's like a DQ finish. And then I think they maybe have a rematch at the next paper. I don't remember. But yeah, it's none of the matches were good either. I think Triple H yeah. might have been injured or something. Um, There was a whole day, a lot of sure. Well, he had, a
0: did he have like some type of egg injury? I don't know. I can't remember, but.
1: Yeah, you know what? That sounds right, actually. I think Steiner did. Yeah. okay. So, Okay. Maybe just unlucky, man. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But then, uh, so Scott Steiner's here, and after that, cuts to uh, Shawn Michaels backstage, and uh, I think it's whoever Terry or whoever coach is going up to interview Shawn right before the Elimination Chamber match, and as Shawn starts to talk, <laughs> RNN interrupts. It's a breaking news <laughs> announcement. Yeah. Um, we got Mister randall keith orton here yeah. who is currently on the yeah. injured list with a uh, like a separated shoulder or something and mm-hmm. uh he's given us an update on his on his rehab he said uh his arm was getting sore on the airplane so a sexy stewardess <laughs> gave him a pillow and that was it so do you remember these because it does he would do these on raw too
0: I remember them because they were they would come them brand they would come up randomly and like it would be a countdown too. Like I have such and such days until I recover. You know.
1: Yes. Or it be it be right? like I'm 32% healed. I
0: yeah. was
1: 31% yeah. last week and that that's a whole percent <laughs> closer to being on your TV screens. It was so good. Yeah. So good.
0: Yeah. It was like it was like whatever you could tell then that Randy Orton was going to be like kind of a big deal at that time, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, cause when he first injured his shoulder, they did this whole thing on raw where he like, he came out on the stage and announced it. And I, at, the, at that time, I don't think it was supposed to be like a heel thing. It wasn't supposed to, he wasn't supposed to be mm. a dick. Like he was literally just cutting a promo, but the crowd booed him out of the building. Yeah. It was like in Canada or yeah. something. So it's, you know, that's what they do. But um, I think that's kind of what <laughs> prompted this idea the to just have them <laughs> random. Yeah, those fucking Canucks, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought, yeah, these were it's we're almost at evolution. But in the meantime, yes, I think a little fun little thing for Randy to do. Yeah. But uh, speaking of evolution, we got the leader defending yeah. his world heavyweight title. In a little match called Elimination Chamber, the first ever Elimination Chamber. He's defending it against Kane, Booker T, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, and Rob Van Dam. Man. I uh I first of all, I missed this this chamber. Like this version of it. This version of it? Okay. Cause I feel like the the modern one is so like sanitized it feels yeah. very like too futuristic where this one just felt like a like a chamber like a yeah prison you know
0: right 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 i think too like the new one it just looks this It's going of weird this is gonna be worth the same but it looks too safe
1: yeah the padding on the which right I get, yeah but it's like at that and point it's like, just don't have chamber matches
0: <laughs> right right and it's kind of like it's kind of at the same time too it's like you're not hiding the fact that it's padding either, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. Make it give, it's give it like a like, pattern. It's like, give okay. it like a chain linked pattern.
0: Yeah, like make it look, you know, like it. We're supposed to think it's metal, or make use the same thing, use the same material, but make it rubber instead of like chains. Ooh. You know.
1: That's that's actually genius.
0: Right. Right. You know, like hide it somehow, like use the same structure because. This structure just seemed menacing too. Like, it just seemed like more of a threat, you know? Like, you really have mm-hmm. to try to survive the chamber.
1: Yes. Yeah. Cause, like, in this match here, like, somebody will get thrown over the ropes from the ring to the outside and it looks devastating. Yeah. Or, like, the most recent one, Austin Theory got F5'd off the top oh. of the pod. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm sure that's not the best to take, but he's landing on padding. So it's like yeah. how bad could it be? Exactly. So there's just exactly. a level of of danger I guess that's lost from this from this match, but man, this is um it was it was the first Chamber match, but I think to this day one of my favorites. What about you?
0: Yeah, I I have to agree. I don't think of this Chamber version, I don't think any other Chamber was really good other than this one. You know, even the I mean, some people argue that the um, New Year's Revolution, the one that John Cena, where Edge cashes in. But if you take yeah. away the cash in, like the match isn't that great either.
1: Yeah, that was a weird, you know? like, Carlito and Chris Masters were the final yeah. three. Is <laughs> yeah. like, are, 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 are any of these guys winning? Uh.
0: Right. And like, that's funny too, because unlike, unlike that match, this match, a lot of the guys in there were all contenders at some point. You know, yeah. they were all like legit in the hunt of the title.
1: Yeah, and because I've watched this show before, but not with the context of, like, the build-up to it. Yeah. And I've always had the impression that it was, like, obviously Shawn Michaels. It was, like, either going to be Shawn or Triple H winning this. And I guess okay. you could still say that, but, like, this is still fresh off of Katie Vick, and Kane really mm-hmm. hasn't gotten his comeuppance yet. Yes. Uh, Booker T was really hot. Like, he was getting yeah. a lot of momentum. Yep. Uh, Jericho's there. He probably wasn't going to win. Uh, but he had saliva. You know, playing into the <laughs> ring, which is something. Yo, <laughs> I want to
0: know how much they paid Saliva to do two songs, man. Like, come on, man. It's Saliva, songs. what else are they doing? <laughs> they had free time. Uh, they're like, okay, uh, not only are you going to play at the, the restaurant, but you're going to play Jericho's theme music, you know, so, <laughs> which we could barely hear, by the way, you know.
1: I mean, you know, it's probably for the best. But, um,. <laughs> No, actually, I actually thought King of My World was a pretty good. Uh, it was OK.
0: OK. Yeah. I mean, I thought, was the, good, I thought
1: the, yeah. the studio version of the song, because he came out to it a few times, like in the build up. And I was like, it's kind of it's kind of a bop. But the, the live version was weird. Right. Kind of coming out. But I get it. I get it. Uh, and also, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't shout out the video package before this match. Probably oh, my did. number one video package before a match here.
0: OK. OK. Of course okay. you got
1: always in the background. It's just the various, you know, how all the webs have weaved throughout all these six guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. What what, what do you what would what would your top video package be? Just off I mean, top definitely
0: um My Way is up there, right? My way right. is up there.
1: Of course. Um,
0: you know what? The the video package for I don't think this gets mentioned too much, but the video package for Triple H versus um HBK for SummerSlam. I know that they didn't have like yeah. rock yeah, theme yeah. music, but the video package I thought was really compelling for the story. You know, right? Um, this is not bad. This one is not bad. Um, yeah, I gotta say, uh, I think the Rock Austin for the at nineteen it was also pretty good too. That's always a good. One. Oh yeah, yeah, that one's a great one. Yeah, too. and then maybe uh, Angle Angle Brock for nineteen also. I can't remember. Was also that one. decent.
1: Was there? Uh... Was there music? Reenact it for me, why don't you? Just like that. I mean, you look like Kurt Angle, so. Yeah. (laughs) It works.
0: Should I just get like a weird fade (laughs) to look like Brock too now? Um,
1: Yeah, at least the Valour jumpsuit, the Team Angle deal.
0: (laughs) Oh, dude, that was, dude, Team Angle? Yo, okay, okay, that was a time. We're almost there. think we're almost there. That was a time. That was a time. No, but definitely, definitely um those two I just mentioned, definitely for video packages. Yeah. And packages in general. Well, you're you're a big package
1: guy, because that's what oh, everybody yeah. knows about you. hmm Just package. Fed sex. Fed sex. Yes, absolutely. Uh but speaking <laughs> of which. <laughs> so uh the match gets underway. Uh where Eric Bischoff comes out and the uh, explains the rules, which is it's always kind of fun in hindsight. <laughs>
0: oh dude.
1: You'll, you gotta read. Like now,
0: you should reenact that. Like, how he, ex- how he showcased how the steel 15 is.
1: 15 miles. He has a steel <laughs> pipe. He's banging it against things really gently for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. It's a piece of shit.
0: And why does he have a pipe? Like, why does he have a pipe just to have a pipe? Bro,
1: you don't carry like, out a pipe in your jacket at all times?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I have one in my pants.
1: Right. Well, you know. I don't know. If, never mind. <laughs> um, <but> <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know if it'll make it, a clink sound like that, but.
1: There we go. Okay, so you you've, you finished the joke that I started in my head. Um, hey, that's,
0: that's how we do it. I start, you finish. That's, it, yeah. that's how we do it here. You
1: know, and then we both finish. So that's that's where we're at. <laughs> speaking of finishing, speaking of fluids, Triple H is bleeding within like thirty seconds of uh, yeah. The match I forgot starting. how that happens. I think he just gets ran into the, the oh, walls the, yeah, of the cage. yeah, 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 yeah. I guess it's putting over how to de- because this is the first time this match is happening, so like putting myself in the shoes of somebody watching this for the first time. Like, you don't know what to expect. You don't know, like the danger that's involved in this match and stuff like that. So him bleeding right away. It's like, oh shit, this is because we're coming off hell in a cell too. So they got to top that. And it's a whole thing. Um, But yeah, RVD and Triple H started out. And uh, at some point Rob's getting the upper hand and he goes over to Jericho's pod and flips him off. And then glows, goes to climb on top of the pod. But that's when he finds out that you can reach through the, the ceiling and grab <laughs> people. So a funny moment where Jericho pulls Rob's legs through it and fucks him up. And uh, Jericho is the next to come out. So him and Triple H naturally team up on Rob. At some point, Rob gets thrown off the top rope. Into the cage wall, but then Spider-Man's. Yeah. Which I feel like yeah. that's happened a few times at this point, but again, first time watching first time, this. Yeah. Like, oh shit, that's a thing that's yeah. possible. That's crazy. Um Booker T comes in next, cleans house, spin a rooney, and um it's at this point, you know, everything kind of breaks down. Triple H gets knocked to the mat, and Rob Van Dam is up, and he goes to the top of the pod. <laughs> He sees Triple H on the mat, and very timidly does a Rob Van Dam because he's like hunched over because it's not tall enough. Yeah, and then he very awkwardly jumps off. It's not a five star. It's it's a two star frog splash at best. At best, but lands knee first on the throat of Triple H. I forget what the exact injury was, but I know he went to the hospital right after this match.
0: Yeah, I forgot what part of his throat that he crunches. What pause? Um, but like, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's um, but yeah, it's crazy that he was able to finish this match. I mean, this is yeah pretty early into it,
0: and it's like it's like too. It's like okay, I think RVD said that he has said that he tried to just be like, I'm just gonna just land like forward on him because he couldn't do the frog splash right but like yeah. at some point he i don't know i i guess when it's happening you just can't do anything about it but like he had to know that he's not gonna land it the way he wants it you know
1: yeah i don't think it was i think i remember reading or listening to someone um like it wasn't his idea to do this frog splash up. oh like, okay, um, okay okay but um yeah but yeah, they didn't commit to it enough or maybe he did too much whatever it is. But yeah, Triple H, he, uh, you can immediately see he's like kicking the mat. He's yeah, because he's throat. like
0: he's like grabbing his like his lungs. He's like, you know, like, yeah, he's really damaged. I think at some point when um, that happens, he kind of goes to the corner. Yes. To
1: kinda, like, yeah, to kind of like get
0: out of the view and just so the us could kind of like, you know, have to like, basically call an audible and start doing stuff, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think um,
0: RVD gets knocked. uh, He gets eliminated right after this, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right after this, Booker T comes off the top rope with a missile drop kick and eliminates Rob (laughs) Van Dam, which feels weird.
0: That's almost (laughs) like, was that an audible? (laughs) That's like a Victoria suplex. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) okay, Like Booker T, Booker T, missile drop kick. Okay, You know, how would you uh,
1: how would you rank his missile drop kick?
0: You or know what? You At it. that time, Booker T got some height with the missile dropstick. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, even in he was in even in, even in, oh. in WCW, I thought for because he's a big guy. You know, he's a big guy, and he can move. So I always enjoyed Booker T. Shout out! That's my mom's favorite. So,
1: oh, that's nice. He's a, he's a lovely man. He is. He um, is. but yeah, the uh, Booker T eliminates Rob Van Dam with a missile drop kick and then uh Kane's in cleans house again everybody's getting mm. choke slammed uh Jericho gets thrown against the cage and then thrown through a pod which first time that's happened obviously and it's uh, supposed
0: to be bulletproof but uh okay it's not Kane proof
1: <laughs> right i think that's what they said
0: something like that yeah yeah exactly yep
1: <laughs> and um, didn't like Braun Strowman just like punch the pod open at, at some that, point yeah. or something like that, or Brock Lesnar like maybe.
0: Either either know. him or Seamus did something like that, Or they just like knocked it <laughs> out.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> You're right. I think Seamus did the pro kick to the pod. And- to the pod, <laughs> oh, man. I forgot about that. I'm pretty sure it happened. Um, in my mind, it did. But <laughs> so Jericho gets thrown through the pod. He's crawling out. On the inside of the ring, Kane and Booker T are going at it. Jericho hits Booker with a low blow from the outside. Kane hits Booker with a choke slam. Jericho hits the lion salt on Booker, Mm. eliminates Booker T. And uh, right after that, Shawn Michaels comes in. So now we're down to four people. And uh, Shawn, I feel like doesn't he kind of he comes in (laughs) hot, but he gets knocked down like right (laughs) away.
0: By like he way, comes out doing like an his entrance and then he just gets knocked out, you know.
1: Do you think um if he did not have a Dutch boy haircut, he would have had more success in the beginning here?
0: Dude, like I remember when he came back from that like long hiatus to WWF TV and he had that Dutch boy haircut. I was like, "Okay, maybe this is something he's trying." But it's like he could have grew it out, you know, from the time that he was on TV and chose not to. Yeah. Um so I, shame shame and then hmm. not just that we not only did get a dutch boy we, but we get like the the weird ass shitty ring attire right which he <laughs> don't which, like his tights in this match the uh the weird incomplete like it's on record saying that like this was an incomplete ring yeah. of gear right and that like his designer you know just wasn't finished but it's like okay Oh, that, I understand that. But, like, what the fuck was it supposed to look like, though? You know? Like, if you look Did, at it, like, I know that you're a Shawn Michaels fan, right? Just like I am, right? Sure. And it's like, um, when you look at Shawn Michaels' tights from the past, like, he has the hearts, like, on the legs, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, when you look at this, it's like, that's not going to be that version because there's, like, an H on the side. Well, it's supposed right? to
1: be HBK, right?
0: Right, it's supposed to be like HBK, but is it supposed to go down his leg or it's supposed to go, you know, sideways? Because like this there's like two, two weird-looking hearts in the middle, like on his crotch and on his ass.
1: <laughs> well, they're broken, you see. He breaks hearts. I don't know if you heard.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the design is literally broken, though. You know, that's...
1: <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's... Just, he's just so meta with it. He's like, oh, that's... That's how we're doing Did we did did, did those tights ever get finished? finished? No, see, there was
0: in, in any game, like there's a game. I forgot what game. I don't know if it's bring uh bring bring the pain or here comes the pain, one of those, right? For PS2. Yeah.
1: No, bring the pain's right.
0: Shout out. Um I think one of the that gear is in there, but it's also not complete. It looks just how it looks here. So they never actually finish it.
1: <laughs> I totally forgot about that, but you mentioning that like immediately, I remember. I think it is. Here comes the pain. Okay, I don't know why that was their uh, their choice, but it was. Um, but yeah, I guess you know it paid off for him in the end. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you either have the Dutch boy haircut or the shit pants. You don't have both at the same time because that's it
0: doesn't have both. But I'll tell you what, Shawn Michaels made it work though.
1: You know. If there's anybody that can make it work. <laughs> right. Right.
0: It's Shawn Michaels.
1: And um, so Sean's in, gets kind of shit on him a little bit in the beginning. Uh Kane choke slams everybody in the match. Goes to Tombstone, Triple H, but, but H fights out, yeah. and Kane runs into a sweet chin music. Yeah. And then Triple H hits the pedigree. And then yeah. Jericho hits the lion's salt. What so a everybody. Combo. L- Literally everybody hitting their finisher on Kane to eliminate the big red demon. And uh, so now we're just down to Triple H, Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. And naturally Jericho, Triple H team up on Shawn Michaels. They beat yeah. up on him for a while. And um, eventually, of course, they turn on each other. For whatever reason, it's like, why not just eliminate Shawn Michaels and then just keep uh, just that's keep going. Thing. But uh, Jericho ends up locking the walls of Jericho onto Triple H. But then Sean out of nowhere with a sweet chin music to Jericho, which I thought was the way he came like out of frame Mm. and hit him with it. it It's perfect. And uh, of course, vintage Shawn Michaels. Vintage. Brings us to the final two. We got Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. Lots of fighting on the on the grates on the outside. Um, I think doesn't Sean get catapulted through the pod again Yeah, to
0: the. Yeah, he gets catapulted. Yeah, I guess it's not Triple H proof either.
1: Nope. Nope. <laughs> only, only Triple H and Kane, though. Otherwise, bullets, too. It's those bullets three things. Too.
0: Hey, hey. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, so uh, Sean fights back eventually. Able to hit the elbow drop from the top of the man. Triple H had just got his throat crushed yeah. by Rob Van Dam. And now he sees fucking Shawn Michaels going back up there. He's like, Oh, nerds, not again.
0: See, I think, okay, people always say, you know, people say Triple H is a great wrestler. I agree, he is a great wrestler, but I don't think they really give him the respect for like wrestling hurt at these times. Like, you know, he, uh, remember when yeah. he tore his uh, ACL the first time? And he still like finished the match and did the pedigree on the table.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's quad. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. Oh, the quad, right. And then the then this match like basically cannot breathe, right? Like he's like basically gasping for air. He's doing pedigrees, right. you know, like drop toe holes. He's doing like suplexes and pulls it. like taking another elbow from a- uh <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, shit. But uh, yeah, no, totally agree. But at least Sean does not land on his throat. Yeah. uh, Which is all you can ask for. Right. And Sean hits the elbow from the top, goes uh, to hit the sweet chin music, but Triple H counters and hits the pedigree, but is slow to make the pin, so it's only a two count. Triple H goes for a second pedigree, but Sean backdrops out of it and hits the sweet chin music. Man, the 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 camera flashes like right when he hits his Triple H like that is just so, so good. Huge pop gets the one, two, three confetti confetti just nutting all over the place. Shawn Michaels (laughs) wins the world title right after he was paralyzed a few months earlier (laughs) from Triple H. What a story. Shit pants Mm -hmm. and all. Can't ask i mean that's what happens that. when
0: you're born again christian things happen for you you know
1: okay okay you know? i mean he never won any other titles outside of this so maybe um maybe <laughs> it was the lucky tights maybe, maybe it, was it was the lucky, lucky tights no it's weird back. though because a...
0: i feel like the the theme of this um pay-per-view is winning by like not your finisher right like the back body drop, I mean, mm. sets up the sweet chin music. Like, th- has that ever been done before? You know, like, yeah, I
1: don't know. I mean, like that was, I was enough. About, I thought you were to about like, to say Sean. You oh, remember God. when Sean used to have like the backdrop or the um, oh, like the back suplex God. as his finisher? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he should have won this.
0: It- <laughs> Well, that's how he beat Triple H uh, kind of. He beat him like with a somersault flip, remember? In the SummerSlam?
1: Yeah, it was uh how did he win? Like I, I think he was doing trying to do a
0: pedigree, right? And then he just like oh, yeah. oh, no, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He like tripped him and did like the jackknife pin. Yep, yeah, no. yeah.
0: there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Shawn Shawn's 2 and 0 oh against Triple H here, right? At, hot off his return.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: uh not super long lived, but I, these guys would be feuding for goddamn two years after a year. this. So yeah, a year at least. Right? Well, like on and yeah. off for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good shit here, man. Any other thoughts on this this classic elimination chamber match?
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think, ha, uh, uh, what's it called? They, there's like many, many reports saying that it was supposed to be Shawn Michaels coming out on the cane spot. Like when the pods released open. Like, instead of oh, really? Kane, it was supposed to be HBK. And then Kane came out last. Which, like, um, if you look it up, like, there's a lot of places that say that. And to be honest, like, you can't tell that they're messing up, you know? Like, that's not supposed to happen. What you think, which C is, right. like, what you think is supposed to happen. Because I guess that says, like, they're just all professionals, right? And then you're yeah. wondering, like, they're such professionals. Like, what the hell happened in that, you know, Brothers of Destruction versus DX match?
1: <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, when you when you when your face pops off, um, when your peck tears, when you're old, I guess. Uh, unfortunate mishaps just sucks. Happen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that Shawn Michaels was the only like one put together in that yeah, match. Yeah,
0: the one that hasn't wrestled for like, what, seven years <laughs> at that point? And like, he's the only one that can like save the whole thing. Jesus Christ. or At least try. But to. yeah, but, no, I. I really like this yeah. uh, pay-per-view, though.
1: Yeah. No, like I said, one of my favorite. Um, definitely one of my favorite Survivor series. One of my favorite pay-per-views of all time. And, uh, yeah. Al Wilson, Don Marie are here, too. <laughs> it's only... It only pluses it up. So... Yeah. Sylvia.
0: yeah, I mean, Sila, so, 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 Sylvia. saliva again is here. You know
1: what I'm saying? Anderson Silva's here. He, he knocked <laughs> out Rob Van Dam on the way to the ring.
0: It's oh. crazy.
1: It's crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, I think that covers Any, anything else on this show. Anything I want to ask
0: you what what was your match of the night? Was it the Elimination Chamber?
1: That's a good question. Um, it's weird because it's like hard to compare the Elimination Chamber to like the Cruiserweight Title match. Mm-hmm. Um true. Yeah, I mean I would probably have to say Elimination Chamber just based okay. on the novelty of it and how brutal it ended up being.
0: Right. But right. um I,
1: I also really like their cruiserweight title match. Okay. And the tables match. Actually, there's not really a like a bad match on this show. No,
0: there's not a really. Even the when you include the women's hardcore match is not a bad either, you know?
1: Yeah. Um what about you?
0: You know what? When I was young, yeah, the Elimination Chamber match was, like, the top. But now that I'm older and now that I I know what, you know, good quality wrestling is supposed to be, that six-man tag.
1: That was fun, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, very very on par with what's going on right now, too. Like, I feel like the Cruiserweight title and then the six-man tag are, like, both hybrids of what ends up happening in today's, like, wrestling culture.
1: You're talking about the, the title match, right? Not the tables match.
0: No, yeah, not the tables man. <laughs> not okay. the tables man. let sure. That's like that's more of an sure. AEW dark type of thing, you know. Like, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 SmackDown six and you know Jamie Noble and Billy Kidman definitely like. Yeah. Those 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 matches definitely are like on par with what's going on today.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, this this show had it all. I mean, it had the brutality of like the hardcore stuff, the tables, the chambers, but also the work rate stuff with the. The tag title match, the Cruiserweight match, yeah. the women's yeah. match is there, too. Lots of, you know, again, cut just out of out of uh, character for WWE to have like such a high profile, like a women's match with a video package before it. Like right. they, they'd never do that. Um, then you have like the crazy swerve with Paul Heyman and um, the big show yep. and Brock Lesnar. So it's a good shit on that. Good shit. In that. It was
0: good. O two.
1: Oh, two. Oh, two. Don't do what well, they do sometimes. But yeah. Um, but not on this show specifically, not a lot of get show moments. But speaking of which, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the get show podcast, from what I understand you guys are on a bit of a well this will be out like late November, so I don't know when you guys plan on coming back. But uh yes, just yeah, once again. By this time, the time by this
0: time we should at least have like one or two episodes up. Um Yeah, well, you can find me on the Get Your Podcast on the Twitter. Get Your Podcast on Instagram. Um, Yeah, man, this is great. Um, You said this is going to be around Thanksgiving?
1: Oh, it's somewhere around there. Whatever Wednesday is around. Like, the last Wednesday of November, I think.
0: I feel like that's a tradition. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's going to be a a tradition from now on. It's like last time we were doing Thanksgiving. This year we're doing Thanksgiving. Hopefully 2023. We come back and do another Thanksgiving-ish episode. So... Let's keep that going. Ooh. Two Filipinos we'll talk, before Thanksgiving meal. Look at that. Let's go.
1: Turkey, gravy. Oh, no. Did I lose you? Did I lose you right at the end? I, I lost your video. Talk to did me. Did you?
0: Hello? Talk hello, to hello. Me.
1: hello? Hello? I, I still hear you.
0: But you oh, don't hello? have the video.
1: God. I can still see you. Okay. I was about to say it. Okay, show me. Uh, whip out your uh, penis, and if I can't see it, that means that <laughs> everything's fine.
0: Could you see any? Like, a wave do you fucking my hear
1: my cat meowing in the background? By the way,
0: this piece you know, of shit. A couple. I don't know if I heard if I heard something, but I did hear something. And I, I don't know if somebody turned on Ooh. the TV or, but it wasn't loud.
1: It was like okay. in the I think it's e- it's e- it's either a cat. It's either a cat or somebody's being murdered. So maybe we should uh, end the episode here, huh? <laughs> it would suck to have my entire household murdered while talking about. Oh, uh, yeah, Dalton.
0: that would be bad. And then this yeah. is like some weird lost footage with two guys talking about wrestling and then the Damn. murder happens. Ooh.
1: Now that's a sitcom and that needs to be had. That needs to be that's made. a
0: sitcom. Yeah, but you're going to end the feed. Yeah. Wait, don't you have a joke? Don't you normally have a joke? Yeah,
1: um, I don't know. Do you have one?
0: I do have one. I'm trying to okay. think. So Please, I have one. Um, why do? Why does an orphan like to play tennis? Do you know? Why? No. That's the only way he can get love. <laughs> get. You- what do you mean the Thunderdome?
1: once again thank you to justin from the get show podcast for joining me on this lovely lovely journey of survivor series 2002 go follow justin and the rest of the get show podcast boys all of that all of that in the description uh check out their podcast why don't you if not i'm gonna give you a spanking um Check out my podcast as well. You know where to find all that shit. All the apron bump on all the social medias. I don't have a hive yet. I don't anticipate ever having a hive. But we'll see. Um, (laughs) But uh, follow me on Twitter. As of right now, that's where I'm most active. As long as it's still alive. And um, like I said, no more episodes for the rest of the year. Although I do anticipate doing uh, some sort of. Q and a fucking ask hardest part of the ring. Anything. I don't know what I'm going to call it, but I'm going to tweet something out. I'm going to put it on social media. I'm going to allow you guys to uh, ask questions for me to answer. If you want, you can even just DM me. You can, um, I think there's something on my website where you can like send an email to the, to the gimmick. I don't know, but keep an eye out for that. Follow me on all the socials for all that. And yeah, I think that's about all Daddy has for you today. Um, hope every if I don't if I don't talk to you, have a lovely holiday. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas. Are there any more? There's probably more. Someone's gonna get mad at me. Um, what do the Canadians celebrate? Probably nothing. They're kind of a miserable bunch. uh <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> Poutine is really a sack of shit. If you, if you, I'm, I, I like Canadians. I have a, I have a fair amount of Canadian friends. But your cuisine is a, is a big pile of dog shit. I don't know why I'm ending this podcast by shitting on Canadians. Um, I enjoy Bret Hart. Um, I don't like a one though. So it's kind of a pros and cons list. Maybe we'll, we'll create one of those one day. Um, yeah. I managed to shit on A1 in this episode somehow. Um, But yeah. That's. I already said that's all I got for you today. You understand. If anybody's still listening, I'd be amazed. You You probably don't have access to the stop button. So I could really just fart into the mic for five minutes and you would have to listen to it. That's what some podcasts do. But hey, anyways... Uh, <laughs> love you all. Happy holidays, everybody. Big smooches. New to your dogs. What did um? Fuck. What's this? What's that old cocksucker's name? Um, The Price is Right guy. Why am I blanking on his name? Um, Bill. It's not Bill. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. New to your dogs. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, squeeze my nipples until milk comes out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm hard.
0: Yeah. The is, it's the hardest. So Talk around and disregard so it. Swipe you walk the ground, show you the hardest. Standing strong and proud of and I guess this game started. It's the hardest. It's the hardest around will and it. Soup you the ground, show you a heart.